top-tier Pro Bowl land title brings you the Cougar Locker Room Show, which now sends us down to the Cougar Locker Room with head coach Kalani Sitake and wide receiver Micah Simon at the podium. You have to give a lot of credit to Liberty. I think Coach Freeze had their team ready to roll, you know, and, um, man, they, 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 they were able to, come, you know, answer back with something, and, and um, you know, we – I can't really say that we we made a lot of mistakes because they're the ones that kind of forced it. You know, and obviously the turnovers cost us, but uh, we'd like to win the turnover battle. You know, but uh, they were able to take care of the football. The quarterback was—I mean, he's—I th- I think this is like his fortieth thir- game starting, and so I mean, we've had like what six quarterbacks play since in that same amount of time, and and this guy is uh, you know looking at at what Buckshot's done. And he, he he spreads the ball out really well, gets the ball out quick, and. Um, Defensively, whenever you're trying to bring pressure, he he just just takes care by throwing the ball out. He was able to find hot routes faster than a lot of quarterbacks I've seen. So I think you have to give him a lot of credit in the game plan that they had, and um, you know the opportunities that they had to throw the ball around the field quite a bit. And um, I, I thought they had some really good talent at, at, at a tight end and, and receiver. So um, yeah, we knew that they're an effective offense and that their defense could make plays as well. And uh, we knew it was going to be a battle. We knew we were going to get their best, and they were preparing for this game. They were ready for this game, and I was just really proud our, our guys were ready for this game too and get the win. So to answer your question in a long way, yeah, I think these guys are getting better and they're learning, and um, you know, we're seeing a lot of guys step up and make plays, and, and uh, uh, just really thankful that we get the win, and, and we just made more plays than they did. you know. So I'm just really thankful that guys like Mike have done a great job leading the way and, and establishing a culture that we can keep building on and keep learning from, from these games. Went into the decision to have the um, scrum play on that second and nine Because I wanted to. <laughs> Just wanted to see what it You know, I thought that we, we had something there, and I thought, I thought maybe it would be close to popping, but obviously I was wrong. So they, they were ready for it, and, and uh, you know, it, it was probably not the right call. We, we had some things to go, but I, I felt like we could have got it. What about the, the fake field goal? Yeah, I thought that was there too. So... It wasn't. They did a good job. I mean, I, I had to look at it again, but it looked like we were a little slow on the snap or the snap was low and um, the timing was a little off. But we've practiced that for a long time. We've been practicing it and we've been waiting for that moment to, to call it. And it seemed like a long field goal and, and kind of a, a bad position to to um, to really punt, you know. And so we, either choices were either kick a field goal or, or do the fake that we thought was there and, and – uh, yeah, just uh, I thought they made the play, you know, and I thought uh, we didn't execute it well enough. But I think the timing was a little off. I had to look out on film. I didn't didn't see it cleanly, but it seemed like the the throw was a little late and might have bobbled it or it might have been a bad snap. But yeah, I like I like the aggressive call. Max Tooley's a young player that seems to really be emerging. <coughs> led, led you guys in tackles. Can you maybe just comment on his play and work? I love the way Max he makes plays, you know, and I'm yelling at him. Either I'm happy or I'm. Or I'm Angry, but he's a big playmaker, and just like a lot of the guys on this team. And I, and uh, um, you know, I expect him to make a lot of plays, and sometimes he makes mistakes, and and you know, I'll let him know about it. But uh, the guy's tough. He's a great player. I thought when, in the recruiting, we were able to to um, you know hold him here and then keep him here. I think he's a big time guy that, that that makes a lot of plays. But I feel that way about a, a lot of the guys on on this team, especially the youngsters. You know, so um, I think there's a lot more opportunities for them to make more plays, but. If you look at it, we, you know, we didn't weren't able to force any turnovers, and that's a little frustrating. But I think I keep going back to Liberty. I, th- I thought, I mean, I was really impressed with with the way um, Buckshot took care of the football and the way he spread the ball around, and uh, he was really accurate and made some plays. Three touchdown passes for Baylor tonight, most by any quarterback, BYU quarterback this season. What else can you say that hasn't already been said about Baylor and kind of what he's meant to this team, filling in as a third string walk on? 
Yeah, he's poised and he's ready, and the preparation he put in this week is the same as we've seen from him. He's always been ready to go, and uh, I, I love the way those guys work together. I, li I like the whole group, you know, so I, I feel really confident with all those guys being able to get on the field. And he said Mike is campaigning to throw some footballs too because you threw a touchdown, right? Threw for a touchdown? So Michael wants to remind you that he threw for one too. So he's you're two for two and one touchdown, right? Caught one. And caught a touchdown. I'm gonna look at your stats here. I gotta brag about him because Mike is too humble to talk about himself. So here you, here you go. <laughs> yeah, he's just letting me talk. You notice he's not he's not buttoning in here. He's not interrupting me. Coach, I asked the players this. Um, you played your whole or played and coached most of your career in, in leagues, and you get into November and you're playing for a league championship. Um, is it a different vibe when you're independent and, and you get in November? I mean, do you miss do you miss that, or or does a night like this against another faith-based school kind of validate the independence thing? No, no. Do you have a conference for us to go to? Right. I mean, <laughs> this is what it is. We we, we love our, our our opportunity to play at home and play the game of football and um, you know play great teams and the, the teams that are that are give us a, a challenge and. and uh, I think it's a good. It's a good. Uh, it's it's kind of it's what it is. It's what we have, you know. And so, uh, I love that we have guys that just are ready to compete no matter what, and don't have to worry about that stuff. So, this is uh, more of an administration question, but I'm telling you, our guys are ready to play regardless of who the opponent is, and and uh, I I got to do a better job of making sure that, they, that I get the best out of our guys and get the most out of them. And so that's that's what I'm trying to focus on. But yeah, these guys, they're they're. They're competitors. They'll be ready. It doesn't matter who they face. I mean, the Chicago Bears could show up next week and they'll play their, their butts off, so I'm proud of them. Would you prefer to be in a conference? Just you and the coach? This is really not a question that really matters right now. I, 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 if you can get me a, a big-time conference, then, then you can formulate one. It seems like you have something planned, so let's go. <laughs> right? So, yeah, I mean, I, that's... You know, we, we're just we just love re representing BYU. We love being able to play this game, and I just want to say that like Liberty had a great that we had a great time playing the game with sportsmanship and class. I thought they did a great job doing that. You know, and it was nice to share the field and and, and have a word of prayer in the middle of the field with them. I thought that was something really special. And having two teams that are based on and two schools based on on on, uh, on the religious, you know, on, on Christian values and everything, and I thought it was really cool. Good competition. And I think they have a really good coach and a really good uh, staff and their fan base as well. So looking forward to seeing what Liberty can do and, and really uh, just uh, honored that we can uh, share the field with them. So. Was that, Tommy, you went, was that you, were, you, you trick plays have helped you a lot this season, but do you think there might come a time where they, you just go to the well too often on them? No. I like trick plays. So, was that, was that what do you mean? Like you, you don't do the fake field goal, and what else did you not like? Oh, the double reverse. The reverse. It's all right. It's okay. You guys want us to be aggressive, and now you're, you're Jay. You're killing me. <laughs> Talking out both sides of your mouth here now, right? So then it's like, where's next week? Where's all the trick plays? How come there's no trick plays? Come on, man. This guy threw for a touchdown. It's a great job. All right. I know you're doing your job. I get it. I get it. But yeah. I, Hey, there's, we, we have a lot of things that we can do, and I'm looking forward to executing at a high level, and that means trick plays and regular plays and all that stuff. So everyone should be ready for everything when they defend us.
Cool. Well, I was just going to ask about that prayer. Was that mm-hmm. planned before the game, or was that something that you did with the coaches, or what? No, it was. It was such a cool moment at the, at the middle of the field when we were shaking hands. I, I mean, our players were really impressed with them, and and and. Uh, this is a different, it's a unique game. And, and I thought, uh, you know, I almost would say the Liberty fans should be really proud of their players and the way that they, they, they competed. And, and, and uh, I thought it was really cool for us to have that, that moment. It was uh, just a, a lot of class and sportsmanship. And, and it was a competition. And in and, and a violent game like BYU, I was really, like, like BYU and Liberty played tonight, I thought it was uh, such a great example of how, what's great about the game, too, you know. And, uh, that's a credit to the players and, and, and what they've done and, and the hard work. And at that moment when you're shaking hands, it was just a, such a cool thing. And we felt like I think Liberty is getting ready to take a knee. And we felt like it was it would be good for us to, to share in that moment. They invited us to, to have a word of prayer with them. And I thought it was a really, really cool moment. Podcast boot the head coach of the BYU Cougars, the victorious Kalani Sitake. Kalani, thanks for coming up. How are hey you, guys. my friend? How are you doing? We're doing good. Doing really nice. <laughs> Well, I'm glad we got the win, you know, and um, I, I think you heard me in the in the uh, press conference. Just uh, I thought uh, Liberty did a great job, had a, had a great game plan, uh, and I thought our guys played really hard. And, um, you know, I think uh, we had some moments where we could have really done some uh, better things and probably put this game uh, out of reach, but I think uh, Liberty were, were able to make, make some plays and get some turnovers, which cost, uh, you know, cost us some momentum and, I'm just glad our guys rallied back and we were able to we were able to get the win and just really proud of our players and how hard they played in this game. Even though Liberty scored on their first drive of the game, you answered right back with a score. That makes it three straight games, Kalani, where your first offensive possession has ended in a touchdown. Yeah, and and it'd be nice if we can get the stop on on defense. You know, I thought third downs they they were able to convert some third downs and um, you know we we were a little slow on, on some of the things that that uh, on our reaction and. and uh, challenge, try to challenge a little bit more, and try to pressure a little bit more too. And and uh, uh, I think Buckshot did an amazing job getting the ball out. He 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 looked like a big time veteran quarterback getting rid of the ball so quick. And uh, you know when you when we even ran a four man rush, the guy was getting rid of the ball. So uh, there are times that we would spy him and try to find ways to, to disrupt his timing. But uh, I think he had an answer for a lot of that. And 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 we did some disguises and we did some pressures and things like that. But. Uh, I think a lot of credit goes to to him and his preparation for this game. But uh, I'm glad our offense was able to score some points. We were against 31 points, and you know I, I would have been happier with by 17, but 24 is okay. And, and just glad we were able to get the win. I, th- I thought the the style that they're playing with with um, slowing the game down a little bit uh, uh, limited our opportunities on offense, and we really had to make them count. So I'm glad our guys were able to put some points up. But the turnovers were too costly. We have to take care of the football better. Coach, 5-4 uh, and four on the season, first time with a winning record, so that's that's great to accomplish. And, and quite honestly, we got, uh, it's at halftime, but we got San Diego State up here on the monitor, uh, you know, looking like on the way to 8-4 and four regular season, which eight wins was a total that not many, uh, as you talk about preseason expectation, especially at 2-4 and four when the bandwagon got very uh, light and people were very down on this football team. Do are, are you you're starting is vindication a word that comes up for for you and your staff and your players or it, the the more common word in today's generation i guess would be haters i don't love that term more playing with a chip on your shoulder but is there any element of having that chip on your shoulder and really wanting to prove to everybody that they underestimated these kids in this program no i i understand um what our our fans expect and and i and i love that we have fans that care and and want us to do well so 
you know, I, I talk to our players, but it's not our job to tell fans what to do. It's our job to make them happy. And so if, if we're winning, they're happy. And, and, and I, I'm okay with them wanting us to win more, you know. So uh, my job, I want to make them happy. I want to I I achieve the goals that our fans uh, look, look for us to achieve. And, and if they're disappointed, I, I don't mind them voicing it. You know what I mean? I, that's my job is to get this team ready. I think looking at some of the things that we've had to deal with and, and whether it's uh, all the factors that go into it and, and uh, looking at our, our quarterback situation, our old line situation with health and, and all over all over the place, I'm just glad that our guys um, uh, were resilient and were able to make some plays and then we were able to get some – we had a lot of guys grow up real quick, you know, and I, I but I totally understand. I, I'm not worried about what other people think and, and the haters and all that. I, I just know that if we do our job and we win more games, they'll all be happy and – I want I want nothing else in this world but to make our fans happy, and because I know if if we make them happy, then then it's something that we're doing correctly, and so I get it, right? But for us and our players, the motivation is to be at our best every week and to play our best every week, and and that's the key. Our guys to to uh, motivated to do that rather than and when I talked about chip on the shoulder earlier in in the year, it was more about like, hey, we have something to prove to ourselves. Not not to anyone else, but what we can do. And we, we haven't been playing our best, you know, and whether that means uh, guys need to prepare more or we need to play different guys, all that stuff goes into it, and, and that's my job as a head coach. So it starts with me, and then I'll take a, I'll take a, you know, that's my job is to get them ready. So I'll take the blame for anything that doesn't go well. You mentioned the desire to win, and, of course, it's hard for fans to believe sometimes, but nobody wants to win more than the players want to win. And then when you do suffer disappointing losses, which I think it's fair to say that uh, after the Toledo and South Florida games, games that we felt like you know we had leads going to the fourth quarter and things like that, that uh, there was major disappointment there. But you, it didn't seem like at any point the disappointment turned into getting disheartened, which sometimes the fans allow themselves to get disheartened. They kind of lose hope. But this team never was able to do that. Why were you able to keep yourselves out of that, you know, that place of disheartened where the season could could have spiraled down into chaos and now turn it around, you know, to back with a winning record and the future looks bright? Because our players believe in each other and they believe in, in the cause. They believe in, in, in why they're here. They believe that they're here for a, a purpose. And, um, and, and part of that purpose is to play football and to win games. But the other part of that is to maximize themselves and, and be the best person that they can possibly be and and also answer in adversity so these guys like i say resilient um they believe in each other and they understand that there's just a moment for them when things get tough for us to for us to learn and for them to learn a lot about themselves you know and, and you think about any time in life when things haven't gone your way and and uh the way you responded to it you know you'd be really proud of how you respond to adversity and you respond to problems and and these guys hang their hat on being able to do that. Now, I like le- learning lessons when you win a lot of games and everything's going smoothly. Everyone does, but I just I'm really proud of the way these guys respond. And and this is the the way they're raised. This is how 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 they come out of their families. And and uh, all I'm doing is allowing them to have the ownership of the program. And part of the ownership means means that they have to share uh, their concerns and share their disappointments. And, and and for us to have some disagreements and have some arguments and work things out but the one thing that it takes is hard work that's the one uh common denominator in all of it is that we have to work hard and when you work hard you have a chance and that's these guys are all hard workers i I thought i've been really pleased with this with this uh this whole team and 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 the guys and the leadership that i'm seeing from them and i got to keep giving them more opportunities to lead you know and they wanted to do the fake field goal so we did it it didn't work out and 
you know, so there it is, you know. But uh, that's uh, that's part of the deal, man. I, I want them to feel like this is their team, and it just wasn't executed well. But I thought I thought it was there, you know. So uh, we'll go back to the drawing board and try, try to figure out ways to uh, to gain more points and win more games. And that's, but I can't do it by myself, and I can't do it by delegating it to the coaches. I we all have to do it together and collaborate with our coaches and get feedback from our players and our coaches. And uh, that's that's what Lavelle did when he was a coach, and I'm looking forward to having that established here. You shared the press conference table with Micah Simon, and it seems like very few guys could represent leadership on this team more than Micah does, and he goes out and has another great night tonight for you guys. Oh, I love that guy. I mean, I, I love all the guys on our team, but um, I have a really close relationship with Micah. And, uh, some of the things that he's he's been able to do um, off off the field, you know, by uh, caring for others and, and taking care of our True Blue heroes and being involved in charity and service work and and a lot of our our young men on our team have been doing that, and uh, I think he he believes that he's here for uh, for a, a, a huge purpose and here for a reason. And um, the wonderful thing is that you know he he started to get emotional there just his last game at, in in the stadium next week, and uh, it flew by, you know. And and so I I hope he gets what he wants in this last game. And I think he said it himself. He doesn't really care about making the plays. He just wants to win and wants to do it for the team. And that's. When you have one of your leaders and, and one of your guys that, that, that are spokesperson for the team with that type of attitude, I think a level um, touchdown was because of Micah's block, you know, and um, we felt really comfortable with him making that block and we feel comfortable with him making plays on the field and it's not always carrying the ball or, or getting the throws, but that guy will do all the little things so so talented in some way, so um, a level he fall. Those guys work Daxman. Those guys work really hard and all the guys on the team that do. So I, I'm just really glad that we got the win, that these guys can enjoy it. And we're going to find a way to get better and, and improve on next week and, and be ready for Idaho State for the seniors. As we head to break, uh, note about Micah. He ran the ball once for a couple of yards. He threw the ball once for a 44-yard touchdown. And he caught the ball seven times for 91 yards and a touchdown. No one had more catches or receiving yards than Micah Simon tonight. He also had the long play of the day at 47 yards. We'll take a break. More with Kalani Sitake next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. He won Liberty 24 is tonight's final score. BYU to 5-4 and four on the year. FCS Idaho State coming in next week. A win will secure bowl eligibility for BYU. That would be uh, another one for Coach Kalani Sitake and his Cougs. Always the objective every year, get to the postseason. be a third time in four years. Kalani, just about that. If you win next week, you know that you've punched a postseason ticket, and that uh, checks off a pretty important box for this program, doesn't it? Yeah, it gives us a uh, – number one thing is it gives us 15 more practices um, with our with our guys and some development for our players, and then, um, and then it gives us another opportunity to play with our seniors. And so – um, you know, we, we've we've done some good things in bowl games and, that we've gone to, and so looking forward to seeing our guys grow. I thought last year you saw a, a huge improvement, even in Zach, from uh, from the last game until the bowl game, and so uh, looking forward to getting there. And and, and you know, we got to get the win though. When and um, you know, we have to we have to get this thing ready and make our make sure our guys are ready to roll against uh, against Idaho State and and uh, send the seniors out the right way. You know, you remember your last game on this field, and I I do. And so looking forward to, to making that work. Knowing, knowing what you know right now, could we see Zach Wilson back on the field throwing a football in uniform next week against Idaho State? Yeah, you know, I think I think today he was feeling pretty good too. And, and you know, we saw him warm up a little bit and, and um, you know, get out there a little bit with the, with the team uh, pregame. But 
I thought we thought it would be smart for us to just hold off a little bit and make sure give him some more time to to heal up. He, he, the difference from today compared to Wednesday, for example, uh, was a huge improvement. And so if we feel like if we can get that again from this weekend, you know, until Monday, uh, I think that'll really go well for us and and uh, and for his recovery. What can you tell us and fans about Jaron Hall's recovery? Meantime, how's he coming? Yeah, Jaron's still coming along. I mean, it's it's uh it's a little bit slower, but um same thing. A lot of a lot of things can happen in in a matter of forty eight hours or twenty four hours. So, uh, it's one of those things where we have to still keep um, keep monitoring and and making sure that we make the right decisions for our guys. Meantime, Baylor's kind of cooking right now. Another good game for him. Twenty three of thirty three, two sixty two, three touchdowns and a pick. A passer rating of 160.3. So in his two starts, he's gone north of 150 on the pass efficiency. And as you know, that's a, that's a number that will lead to a lot of wins. Um, just kind of steadily developing game by game, right? Yeah, and I like his presence in the pocket. You know, I think he 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 um, there's just he he can make some guys miss, and he's he's really sneaky and it's slippery. You know, so I just like the way he handles himself, the way he stands in the pocket. He's still he's real tall and is able to deliver the throw. And and uh. Uh, you know, I, I thought of looking at, at some of the stuff Liberty did, I thought he, he answered the call really well. It was interesting. Uh, you, now, you've won back-to-back home games here for the first time uh, in a long time. Um, and, and in both games, it, it came down to a fourth down play toward the end of the game to seal it. Against Boise State, on your end of the field, scrum works, you move the sticks, you end the game. Today, fourth and two on the other team's side of the field. What was the discussion like about what to do with this one? It ended up, in the, of course, in the fake field goal uh, yeah. call. Uh, you're going to either kick a field goal or do what you did or just go straight offense. Yeah, and those are the options, right? Go offense or kick the field goal or fake it or, or even go scrum. And uh, we, we, we saw what they were going to do on scrum when we went second down. So we kind of knew what we had, uh, what the lineup was. And um, as we looked at it, we thought, okay, it's, it's it was a full two yards. And so um, – you know, we felt really good about. It. We've been practicing that fake field goal uh, for a while, especially all, all week for this moment, and 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 they gave us the look that we wanted. I had to look at the replay, but it seemed like there was a problem with the timing with the snap, and it might have been a low snap or whatever it, it was. was. Yeah, he had to, He almost had to pin it against his thigh initially. Yeah, and so the timing is supposed to be catch, put it down, and throw, and and we weren't able to do that, and they were able to see. You know, it kind of looked like it was a bobbled snap, even. You know, mm-hmm. from so uh, their pressure didn't come very strong. And they were able to peel off on it, and uh, I'm just thankful that Jake was able to catch the ball and have good ball security and, and uh, give our defense a chance a chance to win the game. Sione Finau, uh, leading rusher again, 10 carries for 70 yards. Didn't get a ton of work, but, man, 7 yards per carry is, is awesome. He did have the one fumble, and, I, and, and I'm not trying to dwell on it, but more give us an insight into how you coach a player through that because most, most very successful players are their own harshest critics, and so they mm-hmm. can tend to get themselves down. As I looked at it, you know, the guy just gave him a shot to his back. He didn't know it was coming, and, and he put his helmet right on his elbow. He seemed to have it tucked and protected, but, um, and, and, you know, that happened on the third quarter in the red zone and Lopini seemed to take the majority of the load after that how do you help a, how do you help a young player like him who showed so much promise and who has produced so well since he emerged a couple games ago to keep his confidence up well we believe in him I mean there, there was a lot of mistakes that were made on the field and we believe in our guys and we believe in giving them another chance but it's it's not where you just um praise them and give them there, there's got to be a consequence also you know this uh, we've talked about ball security uh, you know, I don't think Bader should have thrown that ball either. You know, that went to on the flea flicker. Yeah, they obviously had it covered, and they're waiting for it. You know, so uh, mistakes that we made, you, you, but that doesn't mean that we're not going to let Bader not throw the ball anymore. And 
Osiota came in and ran the ball again. But, he did. But they've, they've got to protect the football. That's that's the program that you're holding in your arms. And um, and you need to make a, an issue of them. You need to make sure they understand how important it is. And going down with the ball, two hands on it, and through contact, that, that's stuff that we preach over and over and over again, not just to, to the offense but defense and, and special teams. We expect everyone to hold on to the ball the right way. Uh, you look at the way um, Isaiah was able to that that you know onside kick that they tried. He was waiting for that. We've practiced that over and over again. So these guys are waiting took for a those shot. moments. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I mean he took a shot, but he, this guy, these guys, they, they when they practice it and do it the right way and execute, it works. You know, so uh, we know that uh, not a lot of guys go through their whole career not ever fumbling, but um, doesn't really matter. The lessons need to be taught, and 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 he needs to learn it. And I think he'll be much better for it. And, and luckily. Well, we were able to get this win still, so it didn't cost us. It, it just, it's crazy. We we've been in the plus plus side on on turnover battle before and lost games, and and now Liberty's on that part of it, you know. And so I'm glad that we were able to, you, you know, push through and get this win. But uh, those mistakes that we can control should not not happen. What's the right early week message for your guys when you get together about the week of prep that leads up to a game against an FCS program that will not be expected to come in? And, and be able to get much traction against you? Well, this is, really isn't about them. It's about what we can do and, and as a team and, and what we need to get done and, and the improvements that we need to make from week one to week uh, this week to this this next week, right? So going from what was that, week nine to week ten, you know, for us. and Ten to eleven uh, with a bye, ten, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, whatever it is, right, from I, 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 the game. I get lost on these buys, yeah. yeah. But we need to get better. And and um, and regardless of who the opponent is, that I've said that many times before. I've said it when it was – uh, ranked USC coming in or whatever, right? That that we need to get better ourselves. So uh, that's what we're going to focus on. But also, the the sense of urgency is about the seniors and giving them uh, something that they can remember for a lifetime. You know, and and playing for them. And this is their last time here. It's going to be emotional because this is you, you already heard it from Michael earlier in the night in the press conference. And so. These seniors, they, they love this place, and they can't believe that it, it went by so fast. The four years go by so quick. And, um, you know, and, and I remember when I was a, a freshman and hearing the seniors say that, I didn't really think about it until I became a senior all of a sudden. And I'm sitting there playing in the game against New Mexico here, my last game here in 2000, and thinking, oh, my gosh, that just went by so quick. And, and, and uh, you know, our guys love our seniors, and so they're, they're going to look forward to, to doing it the right way. And you get the sixth game. So this is one of the things that we need to focus on. There's a lot to play for in this game. Coach, uh, you talked about getting better, and I think, um, first of all, I'll ask you, are, are you a better team than you were? You know, you mentioned ranked SC or whatever. Are you a better team today than you are? I, I believe you are, but ask you that. And do you believe, because this is one of my observations as well, do you believe that the rate of improvement from week to week is getting better as the season's going on? I do, and and I think when you're looking at the the new bodies that are on the field and you're seeing some consistency happen, regardless on who's on the field, right? And and uh, when we lost guys like Tyson and lost guys like Zach and lost uh, Tristan Hodge and Kiefer Longson and um, Keanu Saliaponga, and I mean, there's a lot of guys that we kind of Earl Mariner and things like that that. Uh, Lorenzo Fautea, so the guys that are not on the field for us, and then the the next guy step in and improve and get better, and they and Nice Amahe steps in and, and fills in well for Lorenzo. You know, uh, that's that's a sign that the guys are getting better. But it should be every every college football team should be better now than they were earlier in the year. I think Liberty's a much better team now than they did when they played Syracuse in the first game of the year. And and you're looking at the efficiency. I mean, they 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 have an NFL type co- uh, uh, a receiver and the quarterback that has played so many ball games that. 
uh, it was tough to, to, to keep them contained, but I thought we did a, a, a good job of that, you know. And uh, Do we wish we would have won by more and, and played cleaner in a lot of different places? Of course, but Liberty made some plays. Our guys battled. It was a good game, and we got the win. That that's uh, We can build off of that. Well, Kalani, uh, congratulations again on, on getting to 5-4, and four, getting one more win closer to bowl eligibility. Um, this was the fourth largest crowd ever to see a Liberty football game. They don't play in front of crowds 50,000-plus or uh, very frequently. It's 54-plus tonight for BYU. And you've got one more game with Idaho State. It'll be an afternoon kick, early afternoon. Weather forecast looks okay. Good day to get the fans out here for one last home game. What time is that game at? One thirty next week, or one o'clock, or one thirty next week. Okay, I think it's a, it, it's. A, so we'll be having the show while the sun's still up. Then hopefully. yes, it's it's yeah. a one o'clock kick. So eleven a.m. <laughs> pregame, one o'clock kick. So yeah, looking forward to it. I mean, you, you, I just I'm so excited for the seniors to get, you know, f- to just remember what the things that they've done for the last four years and and this year, and they've done some really really, uh, you know, but done a lot of good hard work in establishing our culture, and this is something that they should be really proud of. But this is a way we can get our sixth win. Uh, and, and, and ensure that we're going to a bowl game and then also, um, you know, send the seniors out the right way. So there's a lot to play for in this game and looking forward to the matchup with Idaho State. Yeah, I showed you that women's soccer score earlier, 8-1. Yeah. So I, I, I know you have a lot of respect for Jen Rockwood and her program, and they finished things out the right way and, and finished the season undefeated and win an outright league title. So kudos to them, right? Yeah, congratulations to them. That was that was awesome. And, and, and you know, Coach Rockwood does a, a great job. And, and her, her young women, they, they play so hard, and, and they represent BYU the right way. And, Fans should be really fired up. I, I look forward to seeing what they can do in the postseason, and and ho- hopefully they get the seed that they deserve. You know that that's a you said that's the first time they've been undefeated, right? And that, Ever, that's that's yeah. something they should be really proud of. And uh, you know we're gonna be, we're gonna be there to support them 100. percent So looking forward to seeing the, those girls go out there and, and win more games. But that score is a blowout. That's un- unbelievable. It is. Well, uh, Kalani, that'll do it for tonight. Thank you again for coming up, and we will talk to you next Saturday. All right, thank you to all the fans. Love you guys. Go Cougs. All right, thank you, Kalani. We'll come back with Cougar Nation now on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.